Hello, Mary. Indiana Jones. Hello. Use the false loop. Mr. John Bowles. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. What's up now? Spider friends. Go for it. Transform and roll out. And I'll form the head. That's what she said. Hey, this is Jonathan, and welcome to a special edition of the Nerd and Me podcast. Today's show we have for you is a combination show with the guys from Enter the Nerd Zone and Stuff You Don't Need to Know, Jay and Pete. It's all about binge-watching television. A lot of us are stuck at home right now, and we thought we'd give you guys some suggestions. So without further ado, here's the Nerd and Me, Enter the Nerd Zone, and stuff you don't need to know, guys, with binge television. Enjoy. Hey, guys, welcome to a special edition of Enter the Nerd Zone and the Nerd in Me, guys. I'm Pete. I'm Jay. This is Jonathan. I'm Alan. Alan, you sound so You're an idiot. Are you Batman? <laughs> puberty. It just is oh. puberty. Yay. Today, you are a man. Yes. So today, guys, we're talking about shows that we're binging during this crazy time. So, um, Jay, why don't you start with one of the shows that you're uh, you're interested in? Sure, thanks. All right, so, yeah, you know, getting stuck indoors. Uh, it's always a good time to check out something new, but I decided to check out something uh, that I've already seen in the past. So my first recommendation for a show to binge is Arrested Development, which you can find on Netflix. Um, I mean, I love this show. I don't know if anybody else watched it in the past, uh, but I absolutely love it. However, I will say I only love the first three seasons. Um, the two seasons after that, that, uh, Netflix took over <laughs> a huge drop off in quality, but those first three seasons, absolutely amazing. Um, the comedy is just so well done. The running gags, um, like a lot of the other shows that we're going to be talking about today, I mean, it is a very quotable show. Uh, and you look at the cast, uh, Jeffrey Tambor, you have Jason Bateman, um, you have Michael Sarah, you know, Portia de Rossi, um, Will Arnett and, uh, you know, cast others can't think of any of the others right now, but I mean, it's just, it's, it's a great show. I mean, anybody out there, any of you guys watch it? Oh yeah. I love the rest of the development. It's one of the funniest shows uh, probably at least in the last 20 years. Um, and I was late to the game. I didn't, I didn't see it until I think seasons three started. And uh, I immediately ran out and bought the uh, previous seasons on DVD. And you're right, Jay, it's got some awesome, um, the writing is just incredible. It's, it's, there are a lot of running gags. There's gags on top of gags. There's, there's uh, visual jokes while they're, while two actors are talking and then even doing, uh, dialogue jokes and there's a joke in the background and there's constant callbacks um it's just a really well written well um acted uh program yeah i've never seen it i've never seen it well if you got netflix i i'd I'd recommend it i mean like john said it's I, i mean i think it's just one of the best written comedies in some time and there's some great comedies out there don't get me wrong um 
but the first three seasons of the show, I mean, it's it's just so well done. And when you have Ron Howard as your narrator, and you could tell by his narration that he's totally in on the joke. I mean, it it just makes that sh- it makes the show so much better. Ron Howard is he a director on the show? No, he's a, well, he's a producer, but he also acts as a narrator. Oh, yeah, it's it's um, you know, it's it's you know. Uh, Alan, you haven't watched it, and Jay, uh, Pete, you haven't watched it, um, and that—that's kind of the problem, right, Jay? I mean, it was such a good show, but people just weren't watching it. Fox has this uncanny ability to produce really good shows that <laughs> nobody watches. It's this a weird skill they have. Dude, I watched a show. Oh, you did watch it? Yeah. You know that was Ron Howard narrating? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you watch all of the show? <laughs> no, 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 no. I think I went through the first two seasons. Uh, What'd you think yeah. of it? Eh, no, not for me. Okay. Well, okay. let's, all let's right. talk about that. It, this is a discussion. So it's not about throwing love at it. If you don't like it, we, we, we yeah. What? Uh, yeah. Like what, what didn't you like about it? Um, uh, you know, there's some shows that like I'll watch, for example, for series-wise. Like I, I had the same issue when I first started The Office. You know, if, if you're not see the thing with Netflix is you can either sit and watch or you can play it and it's in the background, kind of like that. And I think when I did Arrested Development, that I was in that kind of like mood where it was on, but I wasn't really totally paying attention. And it mm. seems like it's one of those shows where each episode I think runs into the next. Yes, and you do have to pay attention. Right, and so that's why I, I never really stuck around with it. I mean, with the th- stuff I did watch was was funny, but I don't think it really. Like I wasn't like yearning for that next next episode, like like Breaking Bad, like holy crap! Right, right. You know what's what's the next episode? I, I didn't get that with it. I'm not saying it's bad. I just didn't didn't finish it. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I mean, you make a you bring a good point, right, Jay? He, he it's mm-hmm. it is a show you have to pay attention to. It's not yeah. a laundry folding show. You don't just put it on and start folding your laundry. No, even even doing rewatches now and, you know, watching episodes that I've seen two, even three times. Yeah, this is not a show you put on in the background. Uh, there's a lot of subtlety to it. There is a lot of visual humor. There's a lot of callbacks. So if you really aren't paying attention and you kind of miss some jokes early on and they get called back, they won't have that same impact. So, yeah, this is definitely not a show you put on in the background. Well, no. what's the premise? What's the premise? Isn't it this guy, Bluth, who, who like... Didn't like screw everybody over or something. You know what happened? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, just so Jeffrey Tambor's character, uh, they own like a, a real estate development company. And first episode, yeah, like the it's I think it's the SEC comes. They get him on all these, you know, tax evasion fraud. You know the usual stuff. And then it's Jason Bateman is uh, his son. And is trying to like basically right the ship while the rest of the family really is just a. It's just a bunch of misfits, basically. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, he he just struggles against that. Um, you get a lot of great cameos. I mean, well, you didn't see you didn't stick around for season three because Charlize Theron is a she's a pretty key character in season three. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> David Cross is on the show, right? David oh, Cross is on that show. Oh, great. God. He's, he's Tobias Fouke. Fouke, mm-hmm. right? Funke, yes. Let's just say he's he's a uh, uh, he's a he's a psychologist, um, but so much more. Yeah, well, just one of the jokes is he says, "I'm the first therapist analyst," uh, and he goes, "I even had cards made up." And what does it say, "anal rapist" on it or something? Yeah, anal rapist on <laughs> it, basically. Yeah, <laughs> he was trying to say he was the first 
Analrapist. Analrapist, yeah. <laughs> Analrapist, yeah. <laughs> it, it just the show is just hilarious. Like if 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 you haven't watched it, you have to sit down and watch the show. Uh, and and Jay's right. The first three seasons were on Fox, and they were they were fantastic. And it got canceled way too soon. Mm-hmm. And it was quite a few years later when Netflix made a deal to make a fourth and a fifth season. And the fourth season, the problem with the fourth season, Jay, and tell me what your thoughts on this are. Yeah, is that I guess because of the scheduling of the actors. Each show kind of focused on one or two main characters, whereas when they were on Fox, it was, you know, the whole family, you know, got some time to shine on each episode. And I guess maybe because they couldn't all work together on the same days and stuff like that, it it felt very disjointed and it was kind of hard to follow. Also, didn't it? Yeah, I I found that I found that fourth season hard to follow. Yeah, it was it was hard to follow. Yeah, I think what it is is what people forget is this this show. I don't know the exact year it came out. I mean, it really came out a while ago. This was kind of Jason Bateman's comeback. This was before Michael Sarah was really Michael Sarah. So back then they could work on this show. You know, when Netflix took it over, you know, you're right, John. It was one or two of the actors, again, because of scheduling, because they became much bigger stars and and were doing a lot more after Arrested Development. So, yeah, the flow, the whole flow was just totally gone. And I got to be honest, Jay, I don't even remember. I don't know if I finished season five and I couldn't tell you what the plot of it was. I didn't even make it through season four. I first three seasons, first couple episodes of season four. And and that was it for me. So yeah, if you're definitely going to watch the show, uh, you know, don't do your taxes while you're, you know, and put it on the background and only watch the first three, first three seasons. Yeah. yeah. How many episodes right. for each season? <laughs> like 26? No, no, they, they, they were actually, I think they had, I think the second season had the most episodes. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, but they, they, they never, I don't think, they, I think second season might have been their only full season, I think. Like a 22 or whatever. I think so, yeah. The yeah. first and third seasons were, were shorter. But yeah. again, I mean, it's great quality, great comedy. And yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely something I recommend you check out. Yeah, I think I, what makes it so easy to binge is that there aren't, you know, a lot of episodes, unfortunately. Uh, if if you just stick to the three seasons, you have uh, well, it says there's 84 altogether out of five seasons. So let's see, season one. Season one had oh, maybe they, that was a full season. Yeah, season one was a full season. So I had 22 episodes. Season one, season two had 18. And season three, they had far less than that, I think, 13. So, yeah, you can get through season one, two, and three in, you know, day and a half. <laughs> yeah, if you got, yeah, if you, if you get that kind of time, which you got that like, kind of time. I feel like most of us do, you know. <laughs> yeah. I no, I, I'm not doing anything in particular. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good one. Uh, and look, uh, you know, I think a lot of shows we're going to mention are on everybody's to binge list, but if you haven't watched it, you know, that's why we're bringing it up. We're telling you the hype is real because the rest of the development is one of the shows that everyone that's seen it tells people about, you know. Well, let me ask you guys before we go on to the next one. Do you guys prefer to binge shows that are, uh, you know, each episode's connected, kind of like the rest of development? Or shows that are, you know, one episode in, one episode? Kind of like I'm watching Deep Space Nine now. So it's kind of one episode, then one episode, and one episode. They're all different plots and stories. 
I mean, for me, and it's going to be strange because both my recommendations kind of have a flow to them. I I could go either way. I mean, if it's well written, uh, you know, I'm binging uh, Next Generation right now, and you know, it's every episode is is a standalone episode, but for the most part, they're well written. So you know, if if it's well written, it keeps my attention. So I'm fine either way. All right, John. What show do you have up on the up there? The binge. Uh, my first show uh, for binging I'm going to talk about is uh, Deadwood. It was an HBO uh, series. Oh my gosh, it's got to be over ten years now when it came out. Um, came out in two, oh yeah, two thousand four. It ran for three seasons, a total of thirty six episodes. It was written by um, David Milch and. Uh, if you don't know his writing, or at least with this this show, a lot of what he, what the episodes he wrote were written in iambic pentameter, and it's it's the story of uh, the town of Deadwood in the the, the 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 Dakota Territories. They weren't states yet, and it's just just this out not out the front. It's a very frontier town. Um, outlaws. There's very little law whatsoever there. And it's just the story of the town. It's and Milch will even tell you this in interviews. It's not the story about the characters. It's the story about the town. And you've got actors like uh, Timmy Timothy Oliphant uh, plays a uh, a guy that that moves there to open up a business with his partner, um, who was a former sheriff from where he came from. You have uh, Ian McShane, who plays uh, Al Swearingen, who's a he owns a bar um, and whorehouse uh, in the town, like the main town. Um, Great, just like it's a great menagerie of character actors. I mean, besides Timothy Oliphant and Ian McShane, who've since become kind of leading guys in shows and stuff like that, everyone else is pretty much a a, a supporting character, but or character actor, and they're just such such a great uh, list of, of character actors. Uh, Molly Parker, Brad Dourif, um, John Hawks, um, people you might not know by name, but you've seen them in something they've done. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just a really, really riveting Western story. And Seth Bullock is this very by the by the law kind of guy, by the book kind of guy. He doesn't want to he doesn't want to um, be a sheriff or anything like that in town. He just wants to run his business. But, you know, he just kind of sees uh, the lawlessness going on in town and he feels like he's got to do something about it. Um, Swearingen is a son of a gun. He's probably one of the most most complex characters I've ever seen on TV because he's the villain. There's no doubt that he's the villain, but he's the type of villain where you kind of understand him and you kind of root for him at times. Um, and later on, they bring in Gerald McRaney, um, who was, uh, I guess, most famous for us to remember him from Simon and Simon. <laughs> oh, Simon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he comes in and he kind of becomes the, the villain that the whole town kind of rises against. And, uh, and and the thing is, it was canceled early. I didn't know it was going to be canceled. And season three is left on a cliffhanger. Um, and it ended in four, five, six, maybe 06 or 07. And just last year, um, they put out a, uh, a Deadwood movie. And everybody came back for it, and it was really good. And it was like a nice kind of ending to the whole story. But I, I you know, regardless of what's going on in the world today, this is a show I try to watch at least once a year. Mm. Yeah. So is, is the movie, like, does the movie solve the, the cliffhanger? Uh, yeah, yeah. It takes place 10 years after the show, uh, after the cliffhanger. 
Um, but it, it, it resolves a lot of things, yeah. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, cool. I, this is another one I've never seen. I, I've been telling you for years to watch it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too busy watching Deep Space Nine right now. <laughs> and this, and is, this is also a show you don't fold laundry to. Uh, mm. But the, the acting, I mean, they say, uh, you know, I don't know how historically accurate it would be in terms of vernacular and stuff like that, but they cuss up a storm in this play, in this show. And the writing is, I'm a sucker for great writing, and the writing and the acting on the show is just ridiculous. Like, just watch, if you guys have, have any of you guys watched it? No, I have not. Dude, take an hour, watch the first episode, and if you don't watch the second episode after that, that's fine, but I can't imagine watching the first episode and and not wanting to keep seeing what happens. And it's 36 episodes, you know, it's it's easy to get through. Um, and every time I've seen it, like I said, I try to watch it at least once a year all the way through, and at the at the end of that last episode, I always want more. Well, it sounds like a good one. I definitely and I love like that Wild West type of story. I do need to watch it at some point. Yeah, this was the heyday of um, of uh, HBO. You know, they were breaking, they were changing TV with you know, The Sopranos was on for I think three years at this point, and uh, so this came out. They were doing just a lot of you know, uh, what's that one where people died? Um, what's the mortuary one? Six feet under. Oh, six, six feet under. Yeah, yeah that's a great show. Um, HBO was really hitting its stride at this time, and um, it, you know this was just another show that, for whatever reason, didn't didn't get the attention that The Sopranos probably that The Sopranos did. Not taking anything away from Sopranos, awesome show, but I, I feel like this is right up there with The Sopranos. Yeah, I mean, if it came out uh, as the same, I think The Sopranos pretty much overshadowed just about everything HBO did at that time. And I mean, HBO, I mean, even still today, I feel they still have some of the best, you know, miniseries or or limited series out there. Um, But I think, yeah, the problem, I guess, with the Deadwood was if it was on the same time as The Sopranos, you're not hearing about it. Everybody likes to, you know, the Italian mafia stuff and the Deadwood, you know, that Wild West is a particular group of people watching it, right? But, uh, yeah, I think that's a, one that definitely needs to be seen. Okay, Alan, what, you, what's, uh, what show do you got? I am going with The Office, the American version. And I say that because I do not like the British TV series. All right. Send your letters <laughs> to Alan, please. Another one I have No, I agree. I, I agree. Alan. All right. Then send your mean tweets to Alan and Jay. <laughs> I tried. I tried watching the British version. I, I, I don't – maybe I don't get their humor or or maybe because I was, I'm in love with, with the American version that, that you, you know, you can't help but compare – the American versus, but you know, maybe I saw if I saw the British one first, it'd be different. But the, the American version is 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 solid. But I will say this: my brother recommended The Office to me, um, and several years ago, and I probably season one, I probably had to like literally force myself a couple times to actually watch it because I couldn't get it. You know, got to season two, and and the the hook started to sink into my skin because. I, I just started to fall in love with it. And then when I, when I fall, fell in love with it, I went back to season one. And season one got even better. So it's it's great. Uh, I definitely like all the seasons ex- with Steve Carell. But I knew that last season was pretty rough when he said he was going to leave, leave the series and stuff. Um, and they were going through like a, a, a bunch of different people to kind of replace him. So the latter seasons, I don't really gravitate to. Like when, when Andy was boss, I... I I never rewatched those, so it's it's mostly maybe the first 
four or five seasons. I think it's like nine seasons or so. I could be wrong, but uh, it, it's it's a solid show. I mean, and there are some times where, yeah, it is it is a show that you can fold your laundry to. So when I go back again, I'll pick up some things like, oh, man, I never saw that before. You know, like little nuances that the characters do or or things they they do off camera and stuff because they it's neat because they film like a like a documentary so they they use a single camera they don't have like multiple cameras so they stick with one camera hitting all uh, like recording stuff if you watch this show and you watch people in the background it's hilarious because you can see people like either breaking you know, like they're going to laugh or just about to break. It it tickles me crazy. And, and right now I'm listening to the podcast. I think it's called uh, is Office, it the podca- Girls. Office Girls. Yeah. Did you listen to that, Jonathan? Yeah, I listened to it. it it's, it's it's a good podcast. And they give like yeah, a little yeah. behind the scenes kind of stuff. And, and they'll, they'll mention like, oh, man, that so-and-so was like right about to break. And uh, there's one scene where, uh, where, where Michael Scott uh, kisses Oscar. Right. And I don't think Oscar knew he was going to go full on out. And you can just see, like, the camera keeps switching because you can see them right about to laugh. Those kind of scenes just drive me bananas. I love, I love bloopers. I, I love those kind of scenes. But it's a fun show. Uh, the if I had to pick a storyline, I think Michael Scott Paper Company. That yeah, storyline, that's that's a solid mm, storyline. I mean, that's that's a good beginning, middle, and end, and it's. And Michael Scott uh, is vindicated, which is great. But uh, do, do you all, you all watch The Office, right? Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> do you, Do you like the British version? Um, I've watched the British version. It's the thing about I don't dislike it. I don't I don't put it on the pedestal like a lot of people do. And I just think, and I get British humor. You know, I like Monty Python, Benny Hill, and all that stuff. But um, I think, you know, what what Gervais was trying to do was that you know, if you look at the first season of The U.S. Office. There's a lot of cringe moments, especially when Michael Scott's in the room. And that is just not like some people like that and think that's funny. I personally don't like those cringe moments. Like Diversity Day is really hard for me to watch. Mm. Um, and I, I think the I think the English office was more of that because like, they don't they don't want Ricky Gervais's character to become this lovable guy. Because you and, you know, throughout the series, Michael Scott has the best character arc, you know, because you look at season one and when he leaves. He's a totally different person, more or less. Um, you learn, you know, you're on his side, you're on his team, um, and I think that's that's the genius of, of the U.S. version of The Office is how they get you to care about Michael and how they flesh him out and, and all the characters really, and even the Jim and Pam. I mean, you know, the first moment you see the show, you know, they will eventually get together, um, but it's fun to watch that process come out. And usually, when couples like that, the will they won't date couples, and they usually get together, it kind of ruins the show. But you know, it worked. I mean, they got a little boring. I thought after they got married and had kids, but other than that, I think it was a good show. And I'll tell you what, Alan, you should give those non-Michael episodes another chance because there's some really good comedy in a lot of those episodes afterwards. Because with, with, when when Andy's the boss, when Andy's the boss, yeah, oh. there's some really good comedy because Dwight really starts to shine. They give him a lot more to do, and I try. And, yeah, just try it. I think you'll find some good stuff there. It's certainly not as good. It did go down when Michael left. I'll give you that, but um, I think it's worth a try. Yeah, the Jim and Pam romance is probably like one of the top romances in like all TV history. I mean, it's it's a solid romance. I think they they hooked up a little too soon because they made their first kiss just after the second season. I, I think I would like it if they kind of pull that out a little bit longer. You know. Um, 
Yeah, but other than that, it's it's good. I, I love all the characters. All the characters are solid. I met a couple of them at the cons. They're, they're legit people. So they're freaking tall too. So who'd you meet at the cons? I uh, I saw uh, Oscar, Kevin, and uh, uh, Stanley. No, 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 no. Um, Kevin. Oh, did I say that already? Kevin, Oscar, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, Stanley. It's it's Stanley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stanley got hair. Like, yeah, he's got a lot of hair, actually. A lot of hair. I don't he know is. if he shaved his head in, in the show, but I was like, dude, what is going on? Is that on, Leslie? Man? Is that the... Yes, Leslie yeah. is Stanley, yeah. Yeah, so I met him with... Well, John wasn't at the... He wasn't at Steel City when I met Leslie. And I've never watched this show before. And I guess the only thing I know about the show is two things. Being meatballed and the chili. <laughs> yeah, because okay. Kevin gave you his chili, right? Yeah, so Kevin gives what? me his chili. Yeah, so we were at the bar, and uh, long story short... Somebody bought the guy chili, and he's like, I hate chili. And he's like, why don't you eat it? So I had it, and I ended up passing it to somebody else. Um, that's, that's the one cool. moment. That's uh, Bill something, right? Is that his name? What's the yeah. Yeah, actor's name? Yeah. And then I met... Brian I met... Gardner, I think. That's Brian it. Bungard. That's right, yes. And then uh, John and I met Leslie or Stanley. I, can't, I don't know whose name is, real name or not name his brother and after john left i went to the con and his brother's like well, why don't you come over and have an, an autograph so i met him and he's like do you love the show i'm like i love the show <laughs> and he wrote on my autograph hey pete you've just been meatballed and um i had to text john and ask him what that meant <laughs> so that's the, and i actually went back and i watched that episode it's the only episode i actually watched it was hilarious, but uh, yeah, I thought it was funny. <laughs> what was it? Is, his, is his brother an actor? No, uh, yeah. he's like his handler. Oh, yeah, he does act a little bit. Right? He does some okay. acting, but yeah, he's more of the handler than anything else. Oh, I see. Cool guy. Very cool guy, yeah. And, uh, uh, and unfortunately, John left a little bit early, but uh, it was it was really great. So, Yeah, The Office is one of those shows where it's it's always my, my default. If I can't find anything on Netflix, boom, Office. You know, or if I'm yeah. not paying attention, it's on. It's just always on. Well, it's it's funny because of you know obviously the current situation we're all in. Um, I haven't rewatched it because I literally finished a rewatch of it like three weeks before this whole thing happened. I was like, oh man! <laughs> oh, you went through all the seasons? Yeah. Look at you. You guys understand when I come home from work, I just veg. <laughs> I really do. I, I really do. Now you're just vegging. <laughs> if I don't, if I don't have, plan- I'm working. Excuse me, I'm working. <laughs> Slow your roll. Rumpus room. <laughs> <laughs> I am in John's bedroom for the summer. Mm, no, you're not. Yeah, well, my summer house. Your summer house. I mean, your summer house apartment. <laughs> um, yeah, but the office is great, and I don't know. Pizza pain in the butt because I tell him all these great shows to watch. How many times did I beg you to watch Breaking Bad before you finally did it? Uh, I had to wait till it was over, and I did it. <laughs> but now I watch Better Better Call Saul, which is. I love that show. It's my favorite show. Mm. But uh, yeah, you're right. I know there's things that you've told me, Deadwood, at least five or six hundred times. Yeah. The Wire. The Wire. I never watched that. I worked in Baltimore, too. I should have known about The Wire. You still got your window. <laughs> Not here. <Mm-mm. laughs> no, Baltimore. Oh, yeah. My, yeah, well, in my building. Anyway. <laughs> so, so wait, did... Um... Yeah, you watch The Office, I'm sure, right? Oh, I'm actually in the middle of a re- uh, rewatch right now. Yeah, yeah. Right, I well, mean, I love it. Love it. Well, since most of us have talked, Alan brought up uh, Michael Scott Paper Company. 
Do you have like a pay- favorite storyline or episode that pops right in your head? Oh God, a favorite storyline. Um, I mean, I don't know about storyline, but uh, I'm kind of right now where I am is when Michael first meets Holly. Mm-hmm. And then David Wallace sees the two of them together. I think it's at the auction and mm-hmm. he sends Holly out back to her original job in New Hampshire. And that's a story arc. I always loved. I mean, as much as everybody loves Jim and Pam and you know, yeah, that's the big romance. The second Holly came on the scene, I was like, this is the female Michael Scott. They are just so perfect together. Uh, I mean, he proposed to her as Yoda and she accepted as Yoda. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just so perfect. I um I, when I while I was doing my recent rewatch, I watched a dinner party twice in a row. As soon as it was over, I rewatched it. I love the dinner party. That's one of the best. I think it's probably the best episode of the show. When, snip, um, snap, snip, snap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, when he reveals his flat screen TV. <laughs> I, oh my god! I was like, come on, man. Snip, snap, snip, snap. That's a great line. You know how hard it is <laughs> That and uh, actually I just saw the episode Where he Toby had come back from Costa Rica And he had been back for a week and Michael had no idea And oh. they, they're like go back to the annex And he goes back there and nobody's there And he thinks it's a joke and he turns around And sees Toby and that's where we get The famous meme of you know No God no no like he says it five times. I mean, that's just, I could watch that a million times. It's so mean to Toby. It's I love the meatball episode. Did you watch it? <laughs> yes, that's the only episode. <laughs> the only episode he's watched. <laughs> you didn't watch the chili episode? I did not. Oh, Kevin's chili. <laughs> Jesus. That's funny. It's not, the episode's not even about meatballs. Isn't that the cold opening? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just a great show. And, uh, um, yeah, I mean, if anybody hasn't watched it, Pete, you should really sit down and watch it, Pete. If anybody hasn't watched it, Pete, yeah, thanks. Just call me out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pete, what's your first show? So I, I just watched uh, about a month ago, Hunters. It's on Amazon Prime. It's 10 episodes starring the great Al Pacino. Um, there's a bunch of great people in this mo- in this, this show. Uh, Carol Kane, Kane uh, Josh Radner from... Uh, uh, the, uh, I met your mother. I met your mother. Yeah. So basically, the storyline is it's the seventies, and this this is kind of like based on a true story of a group of uh, Jew Jewish people who were chasing or hunting down former Nazi uh, war criminals, and uh, it's it really is a great movie. I would a great show. It's ten episodes, like I said. It is a little. Uh, Disturbing to watch because because of some of the scenes from the concentration camps and uh, but the storyline is awesome the twists are great um, I would definitely recommend it Al Pacino this is one of his best performances has anybody else seen Hunters I started I, I saw the first episode um, and I don't know why I haven't gone back to it I mean I like the first episode but I haven't gone back to it yet. I mean, you have you don't have Amazon Prime, right? <clears throat> oh yeah, that's right. I don't. I didn't see the first episode. Um, I do not have Amazon Prime. You're oh, right. Always, borrow, you guys can borrow my Amazon Prime and watch it. Yeah. Uh, it the the twist at the end was awesome. There's going to be a second season, but I like those. I'm into those type of movies. I like, um, 40s war, you know, and 
and this kind of I've always been fascinated with um, the story of where what happened to Hitler and and those type of things. So definitely a, a watch. It's not a funny not a funny episodes, uh, but definitely a, a good watch if you're you know and it's quick, forty five minute episode done and move on. Hunter's awesome, dude. You, when you met, recommended that to me, I popped that thing in. First five minutes of of episode one, you're like, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah. Right? Is, that the, is that the that, pool scene? Is that the yeah, pool? yeah, okay, yeah. And I'm like, "What the heck?" You're like, what the hell? And season one's legit. I, I haven't gone to season two yet, but yeah, no season one's yeah. But hopefully, in the by next year, they said I think yeah, because Hunter's it, just came out, right? Yeah, it just came out. Uh, I guess about a month and a half ago. And what I like about it, obviously, like all these other, um, a lot of these uh, Netflix and those type of things, you could watch all 10 in one shot. So it was perfect. I watched it in one night and because uh, I got nothing else better to do. All so, 10? All 10. What a stud. Wow. <laughs> Six in the morning and watched it till like seven o'clock at night. So, <laughs> And then I moved on to something else. <laughs> so definitely recommend it. Uh, you guys will love it. Right. Did you? Uh, I know you liked that the the, the World War Two stuff a lot. Did you watch Man in the High Castle? Oh, that's I was gonna. That was one I was thinking about. I love it. I watched all four, um, all four seasons actually, in one day. In one day, no, in well, <laughs> but I did do two seasons in in a matter of four or five days. And then, okay, yeah, it's a good show. Yeah, and then the one other one again. Another one that's coming out is uh, the plot against America. All the same kind of twisted history type of stuff. Mm. Very cool. Yeah. So, what about Jay? Jay, what's your second show there? Alrighty. So, my second show, uh, really going back, back to the future here, back to the past. Oh, however you, you want to say. I had to do it. No, I had to do it. It's a preemptive. Have to. It's a preemptive. You think that's uh, stop him? That only encourages it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this, this, uh, show is Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, started in 1997, finished up in 2003. Um, I actually liked the movie, uh, the Christy Swanson movie. I actually liked it. Uh, I thought, don't worry about it. I mean, I thought it was, I I mean, I, I thought it was a very funny movie. You know, they were kind of spoofing on the whole vampire thing and it turns out that was like not joss whedon's intent at all so that kind of led him to develop this show so when the show came out i kind of thought okay it's going to be an extension of of the movie and it wasn't like i was hooked uh i mean this was it was like a high school horror movie um for the first four seasons at least and then it was like moving on to college moving on to the real world um, each season was, was basically a standalone season. You had, uh, like a big bad, you know, an overall, you know, evil entity. Um, and you know, the story arc would just take up the entire season. Um, I wasn't really crazy about the spinoff angel. Uh, it was, it was okay, but watching it now, I will say if, if you have never watched this show and, and you go back and watch it. A lot of the cultural references are, yeah, from that late 90s, early 2000s period. So some of it is kind of dated. But, I mean, I think the mythos of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you know, I'm I'm really into that stuff. And I, I just think it was a well-done show. Um, there's an episode, 
there's an episode called The Gentleman, excuse me, which is probably one of the best episodes ever because about 90% of it is completely silent. Um, the Gentlemen were these like mystical beings that came to Sunnydale, uh, somehow like cast a spell that basically nobody could talk at all. And they were looking to, I think it was like steal the hearts of like virtuous people or something like that. And it was up to uh, Buffy and her band of misfits there known as the Scooby gang uh, to put a stop to it. And like I said, it was 90% of the episode was no dialogue at all. And it was probably one of the best episodes out there. So anybody ever watched the show at all? I did watch bits and pieces of it. I actually love those early late 90 uh, shows like charmed. And so all kind of in the same realm. Um, I did like the show. I liked, I did like angel though. I do like uh, the actor who played angel as well. Uh, David Boreanaz. Yeah. So I didn't watch it consistently, but I did watch on occasion. I did like the show a lot. Yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about Buffy. Everybody's like, Oh, if you like, uh, you know, whatever this type of genre or whatever you like it. Um, I've watched the, uh, I tried to watch. I couldn't get into it to be honest with you. But I did. Mm-hmm. The only full episode I remember watching is the musical one, mm, and, and I thought that was yeah. really good. I mean, it was, it was good. It was it was different for the time. I think everybody does something like that now. Yeah. But yeah, they all have musical yeah shows. <laughs> but it worked. You no, know, there's again kind of like the, the the show Jay just talked. The episode Jay just talked about. Uh, you know, some dude comes into town, casts a spell where you can talk, you could only sing. Um, so. It worked. And I'm a John Sweden fan. Firefly, I like Dollhouse. Mm, you know, I never yes. got I, I heard Angel's a lot better than Buffy too. And not saying that Buffy's bad, but that Angel's that good. Um but I've never uh, I mean the early seasons of Angel were hard to get through, but towards the end, um really when it's it's kinda like he 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 finds out who the overall evil is there, yeah, it does pick up there. It does get better. He does uh he did alias too, right? Joss, we didn't know. That was no, J.J. No. Abrams. Oh, it was J.J. Abrams. I'm sorry. You're confusing your J directors. I know. It's <laughs> horrible. I can only think of two. <laughs> so, uh, didn't we meet Buffy? What's her face? Sarah uh, Michelle Gellar. No, no, no. She was Christy's there. Awesome. I don't think we met her, but she was there. Yeah, no, we didn't. Okay. And the guy with the white hair was there, too. The Spike? Spike, that's it. Was he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Spike was there. Um, that was early. In well, well, we did meet two Buffy, quote unquote, two Buffy actors, right? Remember we were playing cards with them? Yes, yes. Uh, I can't remember her name. God, Claire or something, right? Claire something, yeah. She was on Bring It On. Wait, the character's name was Claire? No, I think the, the actress's name was Claire. Look up oh. She was only in a few episodes from what okay. I remember. Uh, let me see here. Claire Kramer? No. Claire Kramer, that's it. Was it Claire Kramer? Yeah, that sounds right. All right, let me see who she played. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, so, I mean. She was on Buffet. And then, um, yeah, you saw <laughs> Firefly, right? Oh, yes, I did. Okay, so you remember the episode where they pick up the dead body, their friend? Yes. Okay, the guy that was the dead body, I mean, he was the state of the dead body, but the well, guy that right, played, yeah. he, he was on <laughs> Buffy, too, for a few episodes, and, and he's the other one we met. They were together. They're friends. Yeah, and they played card with us. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of back and forth uh, with his, you know, because uh, Alicia Dusku, uh, she was Faith on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and then she was the main character in Dollhouse, which was again another great show. Which 
again, I don't know if it's the Fox thing or what. It was like, why are they canceling this? This is an amazing show. I love <laughs> True Calling was good too. True Calling, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think that was a Whedon show, but um, on Buffy, the girl was Glory. She played Glory Jay. Oh, she was a big bad. Yeah, she was. That was the that was the season they introduced Buffy's sister, played by Michelle Trachtenberg. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Alan's like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> Alan's, Alan's very quiet. <laughs> well, this came out in 92, you said, right? 97. Oh, my God. <laughs> 97? Yeah, 97. Buffy's 22 years old? Yes. Oh, well, not Christmas. now. I mean, she's probably 40-something years old. No, I meant to shit you. <laughs> Why do I talk to him? <laughs> How many seasons did it run? Uh, Seven seasons. Well, the thing about Buffy is they survive a didn't they survive a trip to a different network? Yeah, towards the end. Yeah, they were originally on the WB and I, the last one or two seasons moved over to UPN. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you what I liked what about the, the hell was UPN. That was uh, you know, Paramount. No, Network? WB became the CW. UPN was if you live back out here, that was Channel Nine. Yeah, WOR <laughs> became UPN. Oh, WOR. Okay, I remember that. Yeah, they became UPN. They they brought they with Star Trek Voyager came out. I think it was a flagship show of that station of UPN. Yeah. Yes. Um, but Jay, getting back to the singing episode, what I yeah. So I because I didn't watch any of the shows, I kind of got some background on what was like what happened before. And apparently, Buffy had died, and all her friends brought her back to life. Yes. And but but. During the show, they're like complaining that she's not acting like herself. And her big song at the end is basically like, uh, I was dead. I was in heaven. I was happy. And you idiots pulled me out of heaven. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap. Like, that's you never see that that side of, you know, oh, our friend's dead. Let's bring him back to life. You oh, know? yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, that that whole season. Yeah, because the season before that was the one glory was was the overall big bad and to kind of resolve that whole thing she sacrifices herself mm-hmm. so willow uh who was allison hannigan um comes up with this idea to resurrect her and yeah for the entire season she's not the same because basically she was like i was in paradise <laughs> like you know just like you said it's it's and you see her engaging and like this is where she starts a relationship with spike uh, she engages in some really dangerous behavior and, you know, it's, it's kind of like a good commentary on, you know, depression and things like that. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it was, it was a kick butt show. Um, but yeah, I mean, they did tackle issues like that. Uh, there was the episode where, you know, Willow discovered that she was a lesbian. Uh, she started a relationship with somebody and then that person ended up being murdered and how she dealt with that um being a witch she did not deal with it well and i mean i mean overall i think it was it was just a great show it was really well written yeah they're talking about rebooting it as well by the way i hate reboots (laughs) as a a tv show or as a movie yeah but um probably don't need to see it again but uh, (laughs) because the charmed is horrible the new charmed versus the old charmed oh is it yeah. Yeah, so. it doesn't look like it would be anything like the original. No. Yeah. All right. So, uh, John, what's your next uh, great show? Uh, my next show is from uh, kind of in the same vein as The Office. It was an NBC show that, you know, they had, I think, something like 
seven seasons, but they really struggled every year. Like it was one of those shows where you didn't know if it was coming back or not. Um, and it was Parks and Rec. Well, Parks and Recreation, but everybody shorts it to Parks and Rec. Again, it's not. This isn't like some hidden show nobody knows about. Um, if you love comedy, you most likely like the show if you watched it. Um, and for me, a lot like The Office. Season one's kind of a slog to get through because the characters aren't really fully formed yet. And I don't know that they, you know, they, they made some mistake with some characters and they kind of fixed them starting in season two. And it just got better every season after. Um, it stars Amy Poehler as Leslie Nope, and she's a uh, the assistant director of the Park, Parks and Recreation Department in the, in the town in Illinois, in Indiana. Um, and she's just very, very, very very government oriented very positive about government um it's one of these shows that uh if government worked the way it should work it would look like this and um you know there's none of the none of the cynicism that a lot of people have about government now you know like um you know lot you know lobbyist or, or or just just anything like that you know it's it's about getting work done for the benefit of the people um and leslie nope is this uh uh, again, not fully formed in the first season. She's a little, uh, you know, uh, not in the same way as Michael Scott was cringy, but she, she, there were some things she did that kind of didn't flow well, I don't think, in the first season, but they kind of raided that ship. Um, and, uh, you know, but he's got Amy Poehler, Nick Offerman as Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson's one of the greatest TV characters you'll ever meet or ever watch. Uh, Aubrey Plaza's April. Uh, Chris Pratt, this is really, really you know, obviously he made his name in Guardians one, but he really shines in this show. Um, Aziz Ansari started on the show. Um, Rashida Jones, Adam Scott, Rob Lowe, uh, just some great, great character moments and, and great characters. And uh, I'm I'm doing a slow rewatch of this too because before I finished, before I rewatched The Office a few months ago, I, I rewatched Parks and Rec. And um, just earlier this week, I'm like, all right, I can rewatch Parks and Rec. I know it hasn't been that long, but I'll rewatch it again. <laughs> So I'm kind of going back and forth between three shows right now, like that I'm watching. Um, but I love Parks and Rec. It's it's so funny too. It's just so so funny. Never seen it. Of course not. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god. Never watched it. <laughs> Jay, uh, Alan, you watched it or no? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Parks and Rec was, I think, just like he said, I couldn't get into the first season, and the only reason why I watched this, the, this, like tried to go back to it again was because of Chris Pratt because I loved him in Guards of the Galaxy. Right. I was like, who is this dude? So I watched him Parks and then Bert I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my daughter loves this show. She actually, I, I think she's kind of tied between this and The Office too. And so like, we'll, we'll watch this over and over again. It, it, it's a brilliant show. It, it is really funny. It is brilliant. And I think, yeah. yeah and it, it's one of those series where I think every season it, it got a little bit better, a little bit tighter. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the characters start to develop a little bit better. I like The Office. Uh, for me, just I, I didn't care too much for the last two or three seasons. But Parks and Rec, I, I think that's a solid, solid pick to binge right now because it, it just gets better and better and better. Yes. Yeah, like like when The Office ended, you're like, OK, yeah, it's it's kind of time for this to end. I don't think Parks and Rec, yeah. I think Parks and Rec was still at the top of its game when it ended. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that one. It's it, It's good. It gets better every season. Yeah, I actually, I actually didn't really like the final season because it was all of them saying goodbye, and right. I felt like, why are you going? <laughs> like, yeah. you still got so much more to do. 
it's weird. I get ratings, I guess, right? It could be expected. Look at the, who's in these. Oh, in Price, the yeah. Price, uh, you know, for Amy Poehler and Chris. Yeah, but I, I also think it wasn't getting, uh, like, the ratings they wanted. You know, uh, NBC no. had this. Look, NBC's always kind of been known for their comedies, especially their Thursday night comedies. And when they had the, oh, when the office was in its stride, um, and uh, the office was getting numbers, they really had a problem building around that. Uh, like Parks and Rec wouldn't be getting the numbers they thought it would get. Um, a community wouldn't get, which I, I find community hilarious. Community wouldn't get the um, numbers they were hoping it would get. And it was just like really a hodgepodge of comedies that they were trying to build around the office. And they never were able to do that. You know, I mean, in the 80s, we had Cosby, Family Ties. Um, you know, Night Court, Night Court, and Cheers. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, the powerhouses. I always thought Parks and Rec was, and that, like I said, I never seen it, but I mean, I've seen pieces of it. I thought it was kind of like um, when I first saw it, I thought it was a ripoff of The Office. Well, it's by yeah, one of the, like one of the a documentary uh, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely filmed that way, and it's by one of the uh, one of the guys that worked on The Office. But it, but it, it paved, it carves its own path, you know. So what's the cast you know, better, Officer uh, Parks and Rec? Cast? Oh, yeah. I, I would say I like the characters on Park and Rec a little bit. I think they're fleshed out more. There's Absolutely. fewer of them, but I think they're fleshed out more than Office Well, characters. they're definitely more diverse, that's for sure. On which one? Uh, on Parks and Rec. On Parks and Rec, yeah. 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 I, I think it would have been cool if Rashida Jones was, was, was um, the same character from The Office if he kind of like pulled her over, you know, yeah. but they went a different direction. Yeah. Um, I think I think the office was really always about Jim, Pam, Michael, and Dwight. Like yeah. they were always like the main people. Uh, and then I guess when Mike when Michael left, maybe maybe Andy. Um, but not even. But Parks and Rec was always about. Even though Leslie was the head, I think it was always um, uh, always more of an ensemble than the office. Yeah, the 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 ensemble ca- the, the cast like we knew them better, you know. Uh, uh, you know Tommy and uh, Jean Raffio starting Entertainment Seven Twenty. Oh, I love Jean. Treat, uh, treat yourself. Treat yourself. Absolutely, <laughs> um, dude. You got to end on the rhyme. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. <laughs> um, I mean, so I mean, some. I think one of my favorite episodes is I think when they start out. I think it's they're giving Ben a bachelor party and then they end up giving everybody like their dream bachelor party. Yeah, that's a great one. Except for Chris, because Chris wasn't not wasn't married, wasn't getting married. And then because he's such an overachiever, they give him like best bachelor party planner award or something because they know that's what he would love. I mean, yeah, stuff like that was just amazing. Yeah. And Rob Lowe and, and Adam Scott really added a lot to the. They I did, think they and, saved that that's show. That's the perfect thing. The, yeah, they saved the show. Well, and and Adam Scott's really well. What's his name? Um, what's his character name? Ben. Wyatt. Ben. Ben. So Ben and Leslie's relationship was really a key part of it. April and 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 uh, the heck's his name? Andy. <laughs> Andy. I was gonna say Chris Pratt. Um, <laughs> that that saved them. Um, getting rid of Brandanowitz was a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just, it was just a really great show. Just very funny. I mean, Chris Pratt is hilarious, and, and you know he's not a major player in the in the show, but he's when he's on screen, you're gonna laugh, man. You're just <laughs> gonna laugh. Oh God, when they go to England to meet like a British lord to get money for a foundation, <laughs> and the British lord is just as much a buffoon as Andy. Yeah. Oh my God, like when they're they're gonna play with like remote control helicopters. 
<laughs> and he's like, I, I call the red one. And he's like, Andy, give it. He's like, no, no, he called it. He dibs, dibs. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, this this was great. And then he comes back at the end and he knights them uh, in the seventh season. And <laughs> I just love how Ben, because Ben's a massive nerd. He's like, this is fake. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm really allowed to do this. And Ben's like, I'm going to be knighted. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, like, because in between one of the two of those seasons, Chris Pratt, uh, well, they, they leave in England for a while so we could film Guardians. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he comes back, he's like, he's because he's fat. He's pretty fat in the whole, not very fat, but he's he's, he's, fat. he's a very chubby guy in, in, in the show. And then he comes back from filming Guardians and, you know, he lost all that weight and worked out. And he's like, yeah, just stop drinking beer. So, Andy, how much beer did you drink? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He says, like, Cones of Dunshire. When that came back in the 60s, the Cones of Dunshire, I was like, you got to be kidding me. I love it. You know what's great about it? Like, like everybody on the show teases Ben about being a big nerd. But then when Mm -hmm. he's, you know, and he keeps playing with the accountant's emotions, like, he's not a nerd in that group. So, it's like everyone is cool somewhere. You know what I mean? It's, just, uh, it's it's a great show, Pete. Yes, watch it. You. I'll watch it. <laughs> Alan, what do you have next on the on the top here that I haven't seen yet? <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Jonathan recommended this one to me several years ago. Uh, came out. Let me see here. Do 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 do. Can't see here. Came out. Oh, two thousand seven. Yeah, there you go. September twenty four, two thousand seven. Back in the day. Back back in the day, uh, <laughs> the name of the TV show is called Chuck. Starring Zachary Levi. You watched it? No. <laughs> oh my God, dude. <laughs> uh, Yvonne Strahovski. Huh? Adam Baldwin. I love that guy. He's great. Yeah. And Vinny Davis is this. Uh, he works at the Buy More, which I guess at the time was Best Buy because that was pretty popular back then. Yeah, he was just part of the Nerd Herd. <laughs> it was part of the Nerd Herd, right? And and uh, what happens is one of his old friends uh, sent him this program and it, when it displays on this, I think it's his computer screen or maybe it was his TV. Anyway, like all the CIA's like CIA's secret information gets downloaded into his brain just by him watching it and stuff. And so it's, it's called the intersect, I think. And uh, and so he can trigger like if he sees someone, he can see like see that particular file and he can kind of figure things out. But so he's kind of like a it's kind of like a superhero without the cape and cowl kind of thing because he has to keep his his secret second life from his sister and and uh, what's his friend's name captain awesome i think yeah and the uh, boyfriend he calls him captain awesome. right captain awesome and then and then you have um oh shoot what the hell is her name yvonne strahovski what the hell is her name sarah oh, dude yeah she's she's cia and then uh, adam baldwin is is john casey who i think is fbi i think and their job is to kind of keep him alive, but at the same time use his brain to kind of thwart the, like the international spies and stuff. So it's a quirky group. It is more of a. It is definitely a comedy kind of thing. Um, holy smokes, Yvonne Strahovski is amazing. Yes, it's like a, yeah. it's one of those shows you need have to put the volume up, dude. She's a great actor. Actress is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so right now it's it's streaming on Amazon Prime. All five seasons actually are on Amazon Prime, so you can watch all that. And and his his character does change throughout. You know, obviously first season he's just trying to figure things out. And he's kind of goofy. I remember like I think maybe halfway through he starts like embracing it, and then then the obviously the relationship between him and Sarah starts to grow. I remember there's one season where I think uh, his 
buddy absorb the the intersect i think was it Morgan, the whole season or just like a few episodes I mean, it was a couple episodes. I, I I remember when I saw it, I was like, dude, that's not gonna work. And then I think towards the, I mean, they got some, some pretty like fun names to come onto the show. They had a, uh, what's his name? Brandon Routh was on it. Scott Bakula was on it. Linda Hamilton was on it. Timothy Dalton was on it. Uh, so as the series went on, it, it was it was funny. Like, wow, like do people want to be on the show? <laughs> you know, <laughs> because a lot of big people were on it. This is uh, Jack Ryan is in this one, right? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it's when he was a kid. <laughs> Fun show. This is this is an easy binge. I think each episode is only twenty something minutes, maybe twenty two minutes. I don't remember being like super. Oh shoot, 40, 40 to forty six. I take that back. Yeah, that's eh, an hour show. A lot more than I thought it was. It Chuck, Chuck Chuck was good for people like us because it, it very it leaned into the geek culture much better than Big Bang Theory did. Um, you know, it, it really kind of. You know, there it was one of the first shows that did all the pop culture references and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. you know, maybe not the greatest depiction of quote unquote nerds, um, except the fact that Sarah does eventually fall in love with them, right? Yeah, yeah. They get married and stuff. Um, uh, I don't think they get married though. I thought they got married. Well, it ends on, it ends on a pretty sad note, actually. The whole series. Yeah. All right, don't ruin it. Spoiler alert! I'm never gonna yeah. watch it. <laughs> It's on Amazon Prime. Watch Chuck, you nerd. Five seasons, dude. He'd be done by lunch. This is, and remember, do you remember, Alan, that Chuck was a show we weren't sure if it was coming back every, so like at the end of every season, it's almost like a series finale because they yeah. never knew if they were coming back until the last minute. Right. Yeah. Hmm. They came back. Pete, Jay, uh, did Jay? you catch this show? No, I actually, I, n- I never did watch this show, oh my but. God, thank uh... you, Jay, for finally getting <laughs> on my side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One out of how many have we mentioned so far? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I never. I mean, I knew about it when it was on. I just, I don't know. I guess I just didn't know enough about it. Uh, I mean, it, it really does sound like a great concept. I mean, did the episodes kind of flow one into another? Or are they standalone? Like, how does it? How does it, it kind of go? It kind of did flow, flow into one to another. I mean, it, it's not a really deep storyline. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's almost kind of the same premise every every episode, but that's what makes it fun too. Mm. So it is. It is kind of lighthearted stuff, but it, it does grow. Each season does grow upon the previous one, though. Mm. All right, yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, yeah, I'll check Chuck. it out one day. Chuck. So. You got a whole list of stuff you got to check out. I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm going to be busy. I know. Um, so I was going to throw, I was going to give you guys another show to watch, but I'm going to throw a curveball in there. Wow. Uh, wow. That's so, a surprise. So shocking. Um, so, you know, we're talking about all these binging and all these shows that we want to watch and whatever else that I haven't seen. Um, is Sopranos and Breaking Bad the two best ever binge? Oh, oh wow! Breaking Bad is oh. legit. That's a great show. The Sopranos. I mean, I would toss Mad Men in there. I mean, oh, oh yeah, Mad Men. Yeah, I just rewatched Mad Men. That's a. So, I'm right. in, well, I haven't seen that I'm one either. Right That's fine. Oh my god! Wait, 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 wait! Pete did not see that show. Are you what? surprised? I know. <laughs> oh, the Americans! Oh your my head, god! Your head is full <laughs> of CSIs and and stuff like that. That's why. Inter- inside, like a thousand seasons that's why yeah well you know you gotta watch i binge impractical jokers <laughs> oh 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was, was that like the Jerky Boys or something? What is that? Oh, it's the guys from New York. Needless to say. Oh, the guys from New York. Oh, okay. <laughs> the guys. Are, never mind. It's it's hidden camera show. Hey, uh, yo, we're from New York. Here's the problem that I have with binging stuff. Now, I get caught up on watching like the Food Network, and I forget to, to go back to the shows that I was watching, and then I stop. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do some honorable mentions. Let's uh, unless do we want to follow through with this Soprano question or? Well, you let me ask this: Would you say that those are the two best to binge? No, no, no. not, not the no. best. No, I mean they're great to binge, but yeah. I mean a name I threw out there, something I recently binged, uh, The Americans. Like I had never, I knew about it, and I was like, oh, I got some time, let me watch it, and oh my god, that was a great show to binge. I watched that when it, as it was coming out, and I love that show. I haven't, I haven't rewatched it. Maybe I'll put that on my list. Is that that Carrie? What's her name? Carrie Russell. Oh my God! Oh God, Carrie Russell. Oh, oh, she is not Felicity in this. The uh, last Skywalker movie. Oh please, <laughs> watch, watch the Americans. Okay. Oh. All right, let's, let's do uh, honorable mention. So Jay gave us the Americans. I'm going to say the yeah. Shield. The Ooh. Shield, a fantastic show. Excellent. The Shield, and that came out. That was like one of FX's first uh, original shows, I think. And it shields fantastic. I got like nine shows honorable mention. Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Nailed that yes. bad boy. Yes. Uh, 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 Dexter. Dexter. Mm. Mm. Depends. You got to you got to stop that. You got to stop after uh, John Lithgow. Yeah. Well, that's, that's great. That season was good. That was a that, really good season. Was yeah. a great season, but I think that was the last good season. Yeah. Yeah. I have not, How about Lost? I don't know. Can you binge Lost in like yes. this hold up it four times? Oh my god! Wow! <laughs> wow. I don't know that it holds up. Watch these shows. <laughs> <laughs> so, Did you guys yes. watch Psych? Yes, I like Psych. I, I watched it when it was on. I can tell you one episode was about. I watched every single episode and the movie. <laughs> I changed my answer. I want to do psych. And I was like, dude, I can't think of any very like super specific episode. <laughs> well, he always has these fake psychic uh, awareness. So that happens on every episode, right? But the, the dude yeah, is entertaining. You watch yeah. the mentalist, right? Yeah, he was the mentalist before the mentalist was. Yeah. <laughs> Not, was it or was it the same time? Uh, it came out like a year or two after him. I like Julie. is a great actor. I liked him. Oh, The West Wing. That's a perf- That's a great binge show too. The West Wing. Yes, that was good. I like The West Wing. Uh, okay, so this is like a dark horse pick uh, because again, it was one of these comedies that kind of flew under the radar. But I did a binge of it. Thirty Rock was oh. a very, very funny show that a lot of people. I think a lot of people just didn't know about it and just didn't get it, but it's, it's very, very funny. Yeah. I think 30 rock was one of those shows that was trying, they were trying to, you know, get the office viewers to watch that too. I think that was out around the same time. So yeah, 30 I, rock was funny. I watched uh cheers recently. All of those episodes. Did you really? That's, yeah. I love that show. Classic show brings me back to my childhood. I just love that show. You ever watch newsroom? Yes. Newsroom. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Phil Hartman. Is, uh, I was going to say that's a Phil Hartman one. Yeah. And David Spade was in that as well. Right? Wait, what? No. The was... newsroom? No, he was in uh, the, no. the model one. 
Oh, that's right. Yes. Just shoot me. Just shoot that's me. right. Just shoot me. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad you bring up Cheers. I'm trying to think of like under any 70s or 80s shows I would binge watch. The Brady Cosby Ball. shows on Amazon Prime. Nope. Um, no, How about you. Enthusiasm? You ever watch that show? That show's hilarious. I Kirby like that show. Yeah. I like I like Kirby Enthusiasm. Third, uh, third oh, rock from the sun. Banshee. You guys ever watch Banshee? No. No. Banshee. That was uh, shoot. I, I think that was on Cinemax. Maybe. Aren't they like a SWAT team or something like that, or a covert team? No. The, it's a cool premise. This guy he he goes into this town of Banshee, and he's actually a crook. And he meets up with the sheriff, and the sheriff dies in episode one. He takes the – he actually impersonates the sheriff. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and he becomes the sheriff. <laughs> and they're so all he's actually back as a sheriff. It's, 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 it's legit. I think it's four seasons maybe, and that's on Amazon Prime. Never heard of it. I'll tell you, oh, a current – You'd like it. A current show that's out that you can binge on Hulu is uh, This Is Us. Oh. God, it's a, oh, it's a great show. But we just made a wrong it's turn, and that's a tearjerker. That is a tearjerker. It's a great show, man. It is. It it's really a is. really good show. I mean, it's not The Sopranos, but it's a great show. It's a good show. Um, but the Shield, I was, yeah, the Shield's really good. That's what's his name. Rescue is. me. Rescue, Rescue me. Re- yeah. Rescue. It wasn't as good as the Shield, but it was. It wasn't bad. Rescue me lost me after like season two, I think. Mm. He was just too lucky. He just, as, <laughs> you know true. what I mean? Like as a, as a, as a shitty of a person that he was, he he just got away. With, I don't know. It was just it, it was very. It became very much a vanity project for Dennis Leary. He got all the hottest girl. You know what I mean? It was just stop it. The A team. <laughs> Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> I think I mean there's nothing wrong with that. I, I think I, I might be able to. I might be able to binge. I haven't, but I might be able to binge the original Battlestar Galactica. Yes, that's I definitely would a great love one to do that. Yeah, not the 1981, just like no, the, the new one, the newest one. No, the old, no, the oh, the original Battlestar Galactica. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great one. The one that was on Sci-Fi. I don't know. Is that I don't know. Is that anywhere? Uh, I, don't know. I don't think so. How about Buck Rogers, Alan? Could you could you binge Buck Rogers? I could just like I said, it's one of those shows where I could just leave the audio off and just watch. Watch it. Aaron Gray. Oh. Alan, yeah. what about Young Indiana Jones Chronicles? That's bad. I, I tried. <laughs> I, I don't think I ever got through season one. That is really boring. And that's on um, Amazon, right? Oh, they just pulled it off a couple oh, months ago. Ooh, okay, maybe it's on uh, the Disney Plus. Oh, yeah, right. maybe. I still right, so here's it. here's one I'm kind of binging. It's a it's a blast from the past. Uh, cartoon series, Chi I Joe, Real American Hero. Oh, did you see they released that them streaming? for free on YouTube? I watch it on Tubi. Tubi uh-huh. has it, yeah. But they mm-hmm. also released, uh, because of everything going on, they released a bunch of episodes on YouTube. Yeah, 80 Has-Bro. episodes for go free to, on YouTube. Yeah, go to Hasbro's YouTube channel and you can watch G.I. Joe. Full episodes? Full, Full episodes, episodes. yep. 80 of them. Oh, and now know. you know. And now he's half the battle. Half the battle. Is there so, any here? <laughs> what? Is everybody's arm in here? I can just I can just binge the opening to the G.I. Joe movie. <laughs> oh my god. The attack on the Statue of Liberty. Oh, that's the best. That's cool. That's what toys and cartoons should be. <laughs> this is very true. Absolutely very true. I can binge the Batman animated series, though. That's that's a good one. That is a good one. I do like that one. Met Kevin Conroy, and oh my god, it's it's like 
I, I was I was like a twelve year old kid. Like I'm I'm talking to Batman. <laughs> it's cra- it was crazy. And his normal speaking voice is the Batman voice, right? Pretty much, pretty much. You know, he he puts a little he he darkens it a little bit, and it's Batman. But it's just when he's talking to you, it's like I'm I'm talking to Batman. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't there when I was there. <laughs> yeah, but, I know that okay. was. So this has been a great episode. A uh, great combination platter between Enter the Nerd Zone and Nerd and Me. Uh, what we've learned today is that I have a lot of TV we have to watch. That I have to watch, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's been a really great pleasure doing this show with both of you guys and Jay. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Matt, Enter the Nerd Zone. Okay. Okay. All right. Go to Mom's Face Collectibles on Instagram. I post pictures of comic books every day, well, weekdays. Yes, you do. Cool. Dr. Indiana Jones, you there? <laughs> yes, yes. And, uh, let's see, I, what, two, three, three more, three more weekends and it's done. I just finished what? my very last scene uh, just, just this morning. Very sad. Can we binge that? You yeah, can. Yes, you can. I, I put all, like, I'll put it all, like, the whole thing on YouTube. Dude, this was a long one. I think this is going to track in, like, 30 minutes. Wow. Total. Nice. Yeah. I guess. I hope I don't get sued. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing I do want to say, uh, with everything kind of shut down, a, a good way to support uh, to support your local comic book stores, if you go to tkostudios.com, um, they mostly sell collected works, graphic novels. Uh, anything you purchase at checkout, if you identify your local comic book store, they will donate half of your purchase to that store. So oh, wow. that's a great way to support some local businesses. Wait, well, uh, say that again. What's the website? Sure. It's TKO Studios, all one word. Um, okay. And like I said, they, they mostly have graphic novels and collected works, but... Like I said, uh, at checkout, you identify your local comic book store, and half of your purchase will go to that store. Wow. That's yeah, pretty, yeah. They're on Instagram, cool. so check them out. Huh. Okay. Hey, Pete, is uh, Kirby still open or no? Kirby is not open. He was doing delivery, but there's a whole situation. But uh, hopefully soon all these stores will be back open and we can support them. But that definitely sounds like a great way, Jay, to uh, – Reach out, help your comic local comic book. Absolutely, so, yeah. Wow, that is that is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I was amazed when I saw that. I, th- I thought that was great. All right. righty then. So All I guess, right. I guess uh, for Jay, same bad time. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> All right. Peace. Later. Bye.